0: Married to participant Podcast. Podcast. parent, <laughs>
1: Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doc 2 for the very first time. My name is Jake, with me are those couples Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex. We also have a producer, his name's Terry. This week we're here to talk about the Space Museum, but before we get to that, we have... A shit ton of Doctor Who news to talk about. Uh, maybe not a shit ton. Maybe just a little bit. But... It's like, what? <laughs> we talked last week They about how they've announced the new Doctor, Shudigawa. Super exciting. Um, they've also announced, because they were forced to since then, that David Tennant and Catherine Tate are coming back for a special... Woohoo! The wording is always super weird. It seems like it could be for the 60th anniversary special. It might be a special kind of around that time. Like, maybe they'll have a couple things going on during that week or month or whatever. They had to announce it because they've been filming outside. outside People yeah. can see them. <laughs> <laughs> and I I put a picture in our Discord so you guys could see it. Because there's a couple things that are interesting about that picture. One, the doctor has a different suit that we haven't Good. seen him wear before.
2: With just a regular tie, not a bow tie.
1: Different doctor. Well, this yeah, is David Tennant. That's David Tennant.
2: <laughs> Does he always wear a regular tie?
1: Yep. Hmm.
3: But Matt, that's like, it's sometimes, had sometimes the bow tie. he didn't wear a tie at all. I thought yeah.
2: they all were bow ties.
3: No, but it's 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 like a <laughs> no. beige, weird, like, office space suit. But
1: the suit is different. The tie is different. The hair is different. The screwdriver is different. That's not They're his different. regular sonic screwdriver.
4: But it is blue.
1: It is blue. Slowly but we it tell is them interesting. Parts. They also announced the casting of Yasmin Finney who in this picture I posted is the young girl standing next to him. About a month ago, they had posted a casting call for a young trans woman of color with a British accent who was 17 or 18 who could play 14 or 15. Super narrow casting call. (laughs) (laughs) How many of these people can exist in this world? Uh, Yasmin does, Yasmin Finney, she is another one of them, like, hot young people on hot young Netflix shows. Uh, she was in, I forgot to look this up.
4: Ah, yes, the hottest of Netflix shows.
1: (laughs) I'm old. She's in (laughs) Heartstopper. She's a big Netflix show right now.
4: Have literally never heard of it.
1: The kids love it. But yeah, just got picked up for two more seasons all at once. Um so we see her there shooting with David Tennant. Her character name is Rose. Hmm. That's strange. I thought you said it was Yasmin.
2: That's her name. That's name her name is Yasmin. Name. Oh, her uh, I- IRL.
3: Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I'm still on my same train of thought though.
1: So uh, it's actually funny in the the casting call for the character they called her Lily. Which uh, is just like another flower. Rose lily. People thought that was funny. But turns out her character is named Rose. Which got a lot of people speculating about a lot of things. Is this some kind of multiverse story where... It's a new hotness. Jackie met a different man named her child Rose. Um, Is it... You know, because the doctor looks different. Yeah.
4: Yeah good
1: point a lot of things could be happening what do you guys think looking at this picture any any comments
4: not i'm not much of a speculator i'm more of a spectator
5: if you remember correctly when you would ask us what the next episode was
0: based off of the name (laughs) i also agree with
5: speculation is meh but definitely in a cave like for sure that's the rule also they've
4: got to have quarry
1: there are also pictures of Catherine Tate as Donna. Trash. There are also pictures of Bernard Cribbins <laughs> as Wilf.
5: Oh, yeah, Literally Wilf. the best thing on the planet.
1: Yeah, being, being pushed around in a wheelchair, they're acknowledging, it seems, the passage of time. If you wanted to try to make it seem like it fit into a previous time, like David Tennant did for the 50th anniversary, you probably wouldn't have Bernard Cribbins in there to be noticeably old. <laughs> Uh, But there's three possibilities of what they're shooting right now. One, it's just a 10th Doctor episode. They're just like, hey, it's the 60th anniversary week. We're just going to shoot this special and just like have an episode with David Tennant and Donna just for fun. Two, it's a multi-Doctor story. David Tennant and Shuri Gatwa and maybe some other Doctors we'll see later. All interacting just like they did in the 50th anniversary i don't think either of those is very likely based on this picture the third third option and what i think is the most likely option is that they're telling a story of like some kind of weird regeneration gone wrong where we revisit some old faces and so in during this regeneration, Jodie turns into David Tennant. And maybe we have an episode, or maybe 20 minutes, or maybe something, where she's David Tennant. Or <laughs> the Doctor's David Tennant. Maybe then, at the end of the episode, he's like, oh, regeneration's happening, still happening, and he turns into Matt Smith. Maybe he turns into... Sylvester McCoy maybe it turns into some of the classic doctors that are still with us.
4: But will someone be Ginger?
1: No. <laughs> you don't know? But... Never.
4: Alternate reality, maybe they will.
1: <laughs> but I, I think with the, they're using like this aging thing to maybe give us some of the older doctors that from the 70s and 80s, which would be super fun because they didn't really get to participate in the 50th apart from Tom Baker. And so it's... I think it's likely that maybe they might even be doing multiple episodes for the 60th of telling this long story. There, There's also a possibility that it could be some villain is doing this to them, and we see this villain interacting with multiple Doctors across time. Like, we see him fight against Peter Davison, and then against David Tennant, and then... So it's the hordes of the Master
3: doing this to the Doctor, is what you're saying?
1: Yeah, maybe. And then it all ends with Shudy Gatwa becoming the Doctor and finishing off the bad guy and, you know, being the Doctor of Note moving forward. Yeah. So,
3: I I had a thought, and none of my suspicions are what you thought, but I was thinking um, Jody Doctor would delve into Division a bit more to try and figure out what is going on. And we saw Division in between universes, so Maybe she has to chase, and this is just a different universe, Doctor. And then she goes into other universes and sees, you know, Matt Smith still the Doctor, and yeah, you know that. Like, I'd be that. I'd hop. be
1: really surprised if this 60th anniversary had anything to do with any of Chris Chibnall's story, just because Chris Chibnall's story was written go you know, at this point two years ago. Yeah. And they shot it a year ago. It still won't come out until this fall. But I I think this is going to be more of a, a a moving on from that. Uh, especially because if you're going to include some of that, you would need some Jodie Whittaker and she's about 75 months pregnant right now. <laughs> <laughs> so either she'd be too pregnant to shoot or to taking care of a baby to shoot or whatever. So I think of all the doctors who would most likely show up in this 60th anniversary episode or episodes, Jodie Wicker's maybe the least likely of them, apart from Chris Eccleston, of course, who last week at a convention said, I will never work with Russell T. Davies again when asked if he (laughs) might show up in the 60th. (laughs) So did that...
3: Do you think that changed because she got pregnant? Like, is that
1: why... It's other Doctors and not her? No, I don't think... No? Okay. No, I'm and I'm sure when writing... Coming up with this idea and writing this story, RTD would maybe throw some flyers out there and just be like, hey, uh, who's interested? And then also, Paul McGann in an interview this week, the Eighth Doctor, said with stuff like this... He, he flat out said, like, I would expect that I'll be getting a call. But with stuff like this, they don't let you know until, like, last minute. They reach out and they're like, hey, can you come shoot this thing? Because he, he did it, too, and during the 50th. He went and shot his regeneration scene, which he had never had a chance to do. And all that was shot in, like, a day. But going going back to uh, Yasmin Finney there, she... So a lot of people are speculating about the cast name of Rose. During shooting, people heard her calling Donna Mom. We know that Donna married a black guy. And then it's kind of come out unofficially, but just from kind of some people around it, that this is supposed to be Donna's 14 or 15 year old daughter. And that she named her daughter Rose. In in honor of Rose, who we all know and love.
0: Huh. Hmm.
2: Well, that's neat. Not related to news, but I've been doing this Doctor Who puzzle, which is really cool.
0: Yes. And I'm doing all of
2: the parts now. I'm almost done with it. So I did all of the parts where there's faces and there's a lot of Donna faces. And that made me like it made me miss Donna. And then it made me sad that everyone <laughs> else on the podcast hated Donna. I think only Cody hated Nobody Donna. Nobody hated Donna. Not Cody did.
0: Donna. Well
2: then Cody really hated Donna because <laughs> like definitely Donna. did I kind of hate Donna?
1: Most podcasts that you might listen to, or just Doctor Who fans you might interact with on Twitter, would name Donna among their favorite companions.
5: They're pandering
1: <laughs> to who? <laughs> to <laughs> what, what Donna. Do you mean pandering. <laughs> um. And one time, Catherine Tate gave me a hug, and it was the best. So fuck off.
0: <laughs> the best hug. <time. laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so that that's kind of where we're at for news. They're out shooting the 60th anniversary, which isn't going to come out for a year and a half. So, sweet. <laughs> why, why does it take so long? <laughs> well, why are they shooting stuff so early?
4: We'll forget get... about all of this plot, and it'll be like a brand new thing when it comes.
1: Well, we didn't tell any plot, just that Donna's going to have a trans daughter named Rose.
4: And that Donna's in
0: it.
1: Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and Wilf. And Donna's mom was shown filming, too. She's out there. Jacqueline King, I think her name is. Jay Quellen.
2: <laughs> Already naming Wilf the MVP, though.
1: Oh, for sure. I don't care if he doesn't say a fucking word. <laughs> He's the MVP. Today I was um, framing and hanging some of my signed pictures I have. And one of them is Bernard Cribbins from one of the Doctor Who movies, or the Dalek movies. And, uh, it was super exciting. I forgot I had it, and it was great.
2: (laughs) Drunk Jake, thanks. No, it's it's just I bought it a long
1: time ago, I just didn't have any frames. Mm Mm-hmm. And I used all the frames I bought, and I still have, like, four more I need to hang.
4: It's just so funny because at the beginning of this podcast, you didn't like signatures.
1: I still don't. I'm just <laughs> a fucking.
3: It's all for charity.
4: But he then frames and puts up in his house.
3: Well, I mean, you pay for it. Why not?
1: <laughs> it is now time nah. to get into the episode we're here to talk about. No,
5: no, no. We're Let's here to talk about. about other stuff.
1: Shut up. We're talking about Space Museum, written by Glenn Jones, directed by Mervyn Pinfield, aired April 24th to May 15th, 1965. Four episodes. Terry. Yes. You are probably in the lead. I haven't added everyone's scores up for about seven podcasts, but where do you think this episode fell? In the Doctor Who 50th Anniversary, or Doctor Who Magazine 50th Anniversary poll out of 156 classic stories.
6: This one was tricky,
1: but my gut says 88. Jill, I think you're probably in second. Why don't you go next?
2: 62.
1: Alex?
3: 96.
2: Ugh.
1: <laughs> Cody, eighty-one. Sam,
4: I don't care what anyone says about me. Thirty-two.
1: Ugh. Uh. Sam, <laughs> I'm surprised.
3: I'm already
4: losing Jake. I might as well just dive right in.
3: I didn't know. I didn't know you guys were
1: like into it. <laughs> All right. Out of one hundred fifty-six stories, this is number one hundred. And 49.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice.
5: Yo.
1: This is the <laughs> lowest ranked first Doctor Story.
4: What? Shit. That, that's wrong, but okay. Yeah, that's wrong. Right. Uh,
5: yeah. It is definitely the previous uh, I series.
1: I want to reiterate something I've said many times in this podcast. If you voted in this Doctor Who Magazine 50th, 50th anniversary poll, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you <laughs> right? ruined it. <laughs> only, only assholes fill out surveys.
2: <laughs> it was just one guy.
1: I like. I've interacted with people uh, about Doctor Who and the Space Museum. Like nobody points to it as like their favorite, but there are plenty of first doctor stories that people do point to as like their least favorite and it's never the space museum i don't it's seven spots below the web planet that we watched last week and we didn't even talk about the web planet during our podcast at all we just (laughs) podcasted um, for an hour about other stuff because we couldn't be bothered
4: yes
5: it's only four episodes
4: podcasting
5: like it gets 50 points out the gate for being
0: four episodes (laughs) that that may be part of it
1: (laughs) it's four episodes and like it has like it takes a shot like it tries to do something in in at least the first episode that like Mm -hmm. has never been done and then it kind of devolves into a a familiar story but at least it's doing something
3: yeah it, it definitely kept moving like it wasn't a stagnant
5: story at any point i don't think it was it was fun to watch Alex missed the whole part where they're coughing in smoke for actually twelve minutes. <laughs>
0: Poor Barbara.
5: Yeah, but that's twelve minutes once. That's not twelve minutes over six
3: episodes every time.
5: Anyway, <laughs> Cody, gonna give us a rundown of. What
6: uh, happened?
5: Yeah, yeah, I could break it down real quick for you. They land on a planet, and there's a time thing, and they're Hold there, on. but they're stop. not really stop, there. Stop! 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 No. <laughs> You
1: you stop. I'm doing great. You stop. Oh, okay. It is now time for everybody's favorite <laughs> podcast segment: Cody's 40 second plot synopsis. On to our kids, I go.
5: Oh, okay, Jake. They land on a planet. They're in a strange time track. So they're not quite there yet, but eventually they do get there. They can't be seen while they are there. They look around. They're in a museum. It's kind of cool. There's some militant race that's taken over the little bitches of the planet with very high eyebrows. They got guns. They're not very nice. People start to get split up. The doctor gets taken. He gets turned into a sub-zero hot dog. Ian is actually a huge badass and cooler than everybody else. Barbara does her thing where she's just in distress the whole time. And eventually get saved. And Vicky is just some sort of crazy revolutionist, Valkyrie, changing people's minds, hacking Time. computers, and then stuff. <laughs> Revolution, Co- Viva la! Cody, what'd you think of this one? It was a series. Didn't hate it.
1: Wasn't serial.
5: Wasn't Not amazing. Series. But yeah, like. This is fine. They tried new things. The acting is still actual dog water. But, you know, nice dress, Vicky. (laughs) Uh, That's Uh, all, Sam. That's fine.
4: You heard my number. (laughs) Figured out.
1: (laughs) I'm going to need a little more than that.
4: (laughs) I like it, Jake. I, like's a strong word. It's better than a lot of things we've watched recently.
1: He says number 36. You better have fucking liked it. I think
4: I said 32.
1: <laughs> well, you're over 100 off, regardless of what you said. That's fine. <laughs> Burden the ship.
4: <laughs> it was fun. Like you said, they did something different, and it was entertaining. It, the pace, I thought, was pretty good. There you go. Good episode.
1: <laughs> Jill.
2: I liked it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> any any particular one sentence reason?
2: I liked Team TARDIS divided out and doing their own thing. That was one sentence.
0: Jeez.
3: It's it's like a it's like an English teacher trying to get someone to write an essay.
0: <laughs>
2: no, I really I I did like I mean Obviously there's slower moving parts, that's not to be denied, but I thought there was some really nice, like, mm, I was gonna say relationship developing, but that's probably only Vicky. Like, I think we got to know the TARDIS team a little better, and we got to know the villains quote-unquote better, too. I, I really liked the first episode a lot, sucked me right in, and maybe that was just enough to make me enjoy the other three as well.
3: Alex, yeah, I I enjoyed watching this. It, like, it was just a it was a jam of a story. Like, <laughs> it just kept vibing, and I wasn't bored of it. It was moving at a good clip. Uh, I felt like everyone except Barbara, maybe, like, just had something going on. Like, and it was fun. Like,
1: Vicky was
3: super resourceful in this one. It was great. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, when you and I did our Vicky episode for Brothers... It should have been this one. Yeah, so I asked Twitter to, like, pick because we weren't, or we didn't, don't have Vicky's last episode, so we couldn't do her first and last, so I picked, like, four, put them on Twitter. They voted for the Romans just because they like the Romans. Vicky's barely in the (laughs) Romans. This i asked on twitter what is the most vicky episode like which episode most exemplifies her character it's obviously this one like she takes the lead in a huge subplot of the story yeah and <laughs> this is the one which sh- and i knew that this is the one we should have watched but <laughs> we, we were voted by people who apparently think this is the worst first doctor <laughs> story which is utter horseshit are we <laughs> broken like are we the broken ones <laughs>
4: We have a lot of different um thoughts than other people do.
1: But like, did they see the web planet?
4: <laughs> <laughs> that one is so bad.
1: They see the edge of destruction out. Oh. Anyway. Uh Terry.
6: I applaud its attempts at trying to new do new things. Uh with um oh god, I can't even think. I don't want to go into specifics, but a lot of like fun and exciting things but then the villains and the weaklings were just I couldn't follow their names they looked ridiculous oh, no. and all the same and then their whole storyline plea was the same as the insect planet or web planet and that killed it for me
4: it's never good when you start I applaud its attempt too. <laughs> <laughs> also in Terry's review
2: we're just critiquing Terry's review right yeah. No. When he says, and oh, "I can't," his face. when he says, oh, "I can't think," I'm not going to go into
1: detail. <laughs> but you already revealed
4: why you're not going into detail. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: that was
4: real good. More Terry reviews. No.
0: Yeah. That's a new
1: segment. Terry reviews.
0: <laughs>
1: I actually like kind of the main bad guy, not the highest ranking, but the second highest, where he's like. Complaining to the other guys like be be grateful that I'm here to take the lumps for you guys. Uh, for a a mere pittance more money. Yeah. <laughs> and he's you could he's just tell cool.
3: the difference. Like I was so lost. I knew they were different like characters, <laughs> but I did not know which one was on screen.
6: Yeah. Him
3: and the main commander, they had stripes on their
6: tops and like
3: Jesus I think he Jerry. just had
6: straight <laughs> ones and then the commander were completely had curly different people ones. too. Also true. The,
1: they weren't fucking sensorites. Like they had different faces <laughs> and different hair. They were different heights.
2: Just look at their tops.
1: Yeah. Oh, they had a stripe button. No no I one was knows. busy <laughs> looking at their bottoms. <laughs>
2: That's why you got confused. Yeah.
1: Yep. And one one dude had a huge dick.
3: <laughs> they, all, they all just bowl of oatmeal down there.
0: What?
1: <laughs> They're real thick. <laughs> Yeah, I I had a good time. I was I watched the first one. Obviously, the concept's cool. It's different, but it they do spend an entire 25 minute episode just dealing with that concept. So it kind of gets repetitive. Um, Second episode, I was out like <laughs> I couldn't focus at all. But the third and fourth actually kind of kind of got me back in. Once Vicky started with the revolution going in fucking with the computer to get the get the guns out of the armory and once all that started it was actually pretty cool uh doctor gets to do some really good doctor stuff ian is the fucking man yeah and hey babs like you know can't can't win them all sometimes sometimes you gotta let the other people shine it's part of your job
2: (laughs) she was real supportive of this yeah episode story
3: I was surprised, so the one thing that kind of got me in the whole storyline was that, like, the the quote-unquote bad guys were actually just super bad guys. Like, they show up to (laughs) a planet and just take it to put a fucking museum on it. Like, there wasn't any, like, nuance to that. They were just like, yeah, that's bad. And I was waiting (laughs) for there to be, like, some weird, like... I don't know if the the, the ray right is, like, like, a political shift or something. Like, oh, but we had to or else we would have died or, like, something like that. <laughs> like, it was just like, yeah, we just took your planet. Fuck you. <laughs> like, okay.
2: Also just referring to the TARDIS team as the aliens the whole time.
1: Yeah, that was yes. pretty good. We, we often talk about how tough it is with these other worlds where everyone kind of looks the same and they just have some political infighting and it's just so hard to give a shit. This one's a little different because it's two different races, but like it I mean, for us it's coming right off the web planet, which is super similar. There was a story in between these that we didn't get to see, so it there's a difference. But in that story it's the Crusades. It's about infighting between two different groups and like one person gets kidnapped or Vicky gets kidnapped by the bad guys. You know, the non-British people. And uh you know the rest of our group is with uh king richard yeah so there it's kind of three stories in a row of all the same shit but what are you gonna do yeah. it's tv in the 60s
3: i feel like this story <laughs> executed better than web planet just because yeah. they weren't bugs and it was more relatable
1: and there wasn't just thousands of beeping what if we just got a bunch of whiny boys and put huge eyebrows out of and oh they all my. talked in the same cadence like would that be a little easier than Bugs. Yeah, and they they all had
3: Converse on and just looked like
1: uh, like <laughs> punks, you know. One did. Did anyone <laughs> think Vicky was gonna stay? I kind of did.
2: Yeah. Well, no. I also
6: thought like the guys were like eyebrow gang would just kidnap her and be like, <laughs> "Cool, a girl." It's like okay, because <laughs> there's no other girls in this episode That's other than a Vicky good and point. Babs. We
3: didn't see a single female. Maybe they don't procreate
1: that way.
2: They obviously do.
1: That's a problem that's going to remain in Doctor Who for a really <laughs> long time. Is that they really don't write stories with women in them but, at all.
4: But the main cast has women, and I feel like that's important, right?
1: <laughs> Turns out women are important everywhere. <laughs> you need them to make babies. Um, That's what they're
2: good for.
1: <laughs> but I think it does a good job of telling a larger story with seven people like there's there's three eyebrow gang and there's like four or five um bad guys
4: eyebrow gang uh, (laughs) zebra (laughs) hair
1: crew no alex said eyebrow gang i was in it i I liked it no that was someone else but that was was that you jill
2: That was was Terry. Terry, Who was that voice? Who was (laughs) that?
1: It must. It it must have been (laughs) Sam. Hi, Brown Gang. The doctor gets to do some cool stuff, like some actual like doctory stuff, like um when he finds out that the interrogator is, like, using this machine to read his mind, he just starts fucking with it. He's like, yes. oh, you don't know this mind. <laughs> like, this this mind will crush your machine. And he actually just starts fucking with him and giggling, and that's, like, totally, like, a 21st century doctor kind of thing we would see.
2: How does the doctor come out of, like, the freeze machine thing? Like, he
1: just can handle the cold.
2: Unscathed.
1: So, in in my notes that have since been deleted, we've seen an episode of David Tennant's Doctor Who that I believe references this story when he says that he can survive temperatures up to like 200 degrees below zero because that's what in this, this is the temperature that they say he was reduced to. And so it's a thing that was established and called back 40 years later. And it is super cool.
2: It was just so casual.
3: Well, the answer is he's an alien. That's how.
1: Yeah. Does what he fucking wants. And he was able, while frozen, to just, like, observe everything, be alert, and just, like, start thinking... (laughs) He's, like, in his mind palace, like, coming up with all the questions and giving himself all the answers.
3: Man, can you imagine, like, any other... TARDIS team member,
1: and they're just dead. Straight up. <laughs> Speaking of TARDIS members, I have one note that survived. Is Ian banging?
2: No. He's no. got that
1: new pea coat with the buttons. Yeah, I, he looked pretty I, fucking good yeah, in this story.
3: He, he, was, he was a sharp dressed man for
1: sure. Isn't
2: that the so.
4: bangitude?
1: Was it just the jacket? I'm a sucker for I jackets. I think
4: it's the jacket for you for sure.
1: Is that yeah. wrong? my notes say ian's jacket is banging and then dot 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 is ian banging (laughs) but ian also had some smart plays like he's he's becoming more doctor like no no he was ruthless in this one and the doctor used him like a tool like he he holds that guy at gunpoint that guy never for a minute didn't believe that Ian would shoot him in the fucking face. He saw the look in Ian's eye and he was like, (laughs) I will tell you everything you want to know. (laughs) I will sell out my entire race (laughs) because I can see in your eyes, you just want nothing more than to kill me. The bloodlust is real. It's real. And it's rubbing off on Vicky a little bit. Like when she's talking to the... Uh, the eyebrow gang and she's just like so what you guys just fucking hang out and like don't fight and they're like well what are we gonna do she's like "Uh, get some weapons well all the weapons are with those guys let's go fucking take them
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's uh, like
1: let's start killing people let's do this we got the numbers it's great I loved how she was able to
6: uh, change the uh, voice lock on the vault yeah
1: I remember that scene being a little cooler, because there's a similar scene with the computer that a later companion does. So I, I thought she like kind of outsmarted it with like some wordplay, but she literally just reprograms it and then just answers the truth. Oh, we're here for a revolution. Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> not not as like visually satisfying for it to just be like, I reprogrammed it.
6: I thought it was very funny that the doctor hid inside a Dalek. That was pretty cool.
3: Oh, he was so happy about himself, too, when he did it. He, like, pops mm-hmm. up. And he's just... <laughs> like he does,
0: I, he I really wanted voice. him just
3: keep driving it around, too. <laughs>
0: <like> that would <laughs> that have
6: been awesome. Been I thought their uh, special effects were really well played. Of, like, how Vicky's hands would go through items when they oh, were...
5: yeah. I forgot uh, about that. ...out of time and everything. What did you think about the special effects on the guns?
2: The pew-pews? <laughs>
5: you could call them pew-pews, or you could call
2: them...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I legit
2: thought it was someone screaming for a while. It's like, whoever that is needs to stop. But that's definitely what they did for the effect. It's like, c- you have a terrible scream. Have at it.
5: Yep. I guarantee that's exactly what it was. It was just like some... <laughs> enhanced scream or dehanced. Did anybody else just kind of cringe a little bit when the doctor went into his pity spiel with uh, the main guy when he was just like being the cock of the walk after he was put this in quotes unfrozen. Yeah. Pity! (laughs) The
6: the at the end of it was getting very
5: annoying after a while to I call the doctor. So Stop. many yeah. memes. Yeah, I mean the I doctor with Hartnell to kill before. That guy. Yeah, and uh, now I'm just I'm extremely dead with Hartnell. <laughs> <laughs> He's so
3: good though, is he? Yeah. With <laughs> what he that was that was great that was Doctor Rage. Was, I I love great. the Doctor
1: Rage when he first gets unfrozen thawed. That's the word. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: he's just like i should throw you in there i'll have this fucker shoot you like I, I, i'm i'm smart about a lie
5: so here's the thing that is great yes i love the confidence but he's lacking the important thing the fuck you will the fuck you are you are just some dude talking a bunch of game and i hate it because he's not gonna do shit
0: I just want—I want want to
5: walk into 1950, whatever, in in the doctor's face and be like, "You in the 60s? 60s? You ain't gonna do shit."
3: But that's like the whole thing. That dude would whoop your fucking ass. True. (laughs) Yeah, he's got great—he's got—he's got got Great Depression uh,
5: strength. Oh no, not the human being, William Hartnell. Oh, the character that he plays. (laughs)
3: Yeah, but that was the whole thing. Like, he even described, like, said in the same scene, like, but I'm better than that. Like, that's to kind of show that you shouldn't rage out on people and lash out.
1: Uh, Arnold also had a vacation during this story, took third episode off.
5: Yep. I oh. noticed. Nice. Glad he gets that vacation time.
1: Get, get a little frozen, take a little nappy.
5: Yeah. It appears the Doctor now gets just like a year and a half of vacation time.
1: (laughs) Again, during this time, they do 45 episodes a year. (laughs) And six day weeks. You shift on?
2: Jeez.
5: Yeah, but it's catered. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he's an old man. With butter sandwiches. He's not that old, he's like 57.
5: Oh, I, don't talk shit about butter sandwiches. I will break your decaps.
1: <laughs> this is the only story that the director Mervyn Pinfield directed all of all by himself. He had since only directed episodes and other stories, but not the whole thing.
3: I wanna go back to butter sandwiches. Do you like or dislike butter sandwiches? <laughs>
1: That part was edited out. You don't need to go back oh. to butter sandwiches. But
4: we need to know... I for mean, you can edit out this part, too.
0: It's They're fine. not
1: sandwiches. They're just buttered bread. <laughs> yeah, but what do other people
3: think? You're getting shitty butter sandwiches. Have you... Okay, so you like <laughs> there
1: it. isn't such a thing as a butter sandwich. Have
3: you liked... Or have you ever tried peanut butter and butter sandwiches?
4: So
2: good. Yes,
3: everyone everyone has. has. that sounds amazing. So, we all grew up
1: poor.
4: My no. uncle would only eat peanut butter sandwiches at my great-grandma's, his grandma's house. And she, he would come home, and they would try and make him these peanut butter sandwiches. And they're like, no, it was made by her. It's fine. And he would take a bite and, like, throw it on the table be like, this was not made by her. It's because she put butter in the peanut butter sandwiches.
5: Dude, peanut
3: butter and butter sandwiches are...
4: Apparently, Man, they're the best. This is, is now a
3: butter sandwich podcast. That's, even, that's even nostalgia. Kids know this. That's nostalgia <laughs> right there. That was I like, like you do one piece of bread and you fold it. Like, oh, God.
2: Alex used to do that Oof. all the time, but it was so much butter and so much peanut
4: butter. <laughs> oh. Okay, but is, is it
1: real butter or bread?
4: is it margarine? It's
1: or like margarine. that spray on butter. Yeah. Nobody uses margarine. Yeah.
4: It's
2: the 21st margarine. century. Right,
1: everyone's
3: back on butter, right? <laughs> Cuz <Country laughs> we were. It was it was We're back on butter. It was country <laughs> crock from the big bin thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. margin for sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> Isn't
2: country crock butter?
3: My mom has no three boys. I don't think it's real.
1: <laughs> Whatever. I think it's all synthetic. <laughs> cody I need, you know. I need you to teach me how to make crepes. I tried this week a couple times. I had peanut butter, bananas, I had Nutella and strawberries. They were fine. Holy shit. Yeah? But I, I know you are good at it. So here's the
5: trick, Jake. Here's the hardest part. Okay. You have to make the batter before the next morning.
1: Right. I've seen people say that. And that part, I never
5: remember... So here's the next part. <laughs> just don't make crepes. <laughs>
0: well,
1: I went to that place down at the bookshop that makes crepes, and they were bad. So I was like, I want a good one.
5: I, I agree with that. I think I'd make really good crepes. Sam, do I make good crepes? Yes.
1: So How do you
5: think I know you make again? good crepes? Yes. Sam oh. told me. Oh. <laughs> I, hey, I don't know. Sam's got a bunch of secret cults that she just runs around the house as just a, a part of.
1: What? But, you know, who also makes great crepes, Alex, is your uncle, Blaine. I saw some pictures from Mother's Day of him making crepes for my mom and your grandma. Yeah. And holy shit, like the presentation alone.
2: Um, Back to Country Crock, it is neither butter <laughs> nor margarine. It Boom. is a spread, Yeah, which is a term for vegetable oil products that didn't meet the standards of margarine, but oh, didn't meet the standard for butter.
3: And that's what I grew up on.
2: But so plant based, healthy.
3: Well, and but Country Croc does have different bins. <laughs> yeah. Like you can get butter or margarine, but we always got the original, which is probably that.
0: Yeah.
6: Random
3: question. Yeah, we're on um, it.
6: Ian's missing button. Is that what was stuck in the TARDIS and caused the time? differentiation to how to... butter. I'm
4: sorry, what does this have to do with butter?
5: <laughs> yeah, we're still, a, we're still a bread sandwich talk. <laughs> Terry forgot the podcast has changed.
4: <laughs> Random
2: question, as if like, I'm trying to rein you all back
5: in. <laughs> we did Doctor Who for like three years. It's butter's time to shine.
4: It. <laughs>
2: oh,
5: shit.
4: Hey, have you ever made homemade butter?
5: Holy shit, it's so good.
4: It's so good. It's so good.
5: You fuck right off. You fuck right on. I'm gonna make you
3: homemade butter. (laughs) I don't have enough time to jerk off whatever mixture that is to make butter.
5: You of everybody in this room literally has the most time to jerk off butter.
0: (laughs)
3: Oh, shit. I hope Jake just
2: keeps random sound bites and not...
3: Anything else? <laughs> Do we, we fill time? I think we're filling time.
5: <laughs> How about that revolution? Is that the fastest the, revolution you've ever seen?
6: No one answered my button question.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Not only did no one answer it, no one listened to it or
1: gave a shit?
3: I don't think so, Terry. Short answer, no. I did put I, a question
2: you... mark on the button stitch, but it was never re- resolved in my head.
3: Okay.
1: It was an example in the story of something they could have done to see if they were on the right track, but nobody remembered if he had been missing a button in the museum, so it wasn't helpful. It was just kind of a comment on the situation. Yeah, oh, man. I'm going to go make a peanut butter bar sandwich after this. <laughs> Gross, I'm so excited.
3: Yeah.
6: Same? Awkward yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought uh, the interaction when uh, Ian came up with the Holy thread, shit! Who like cares? Mentor, <laughs> labyrinth. <laughs> he tried so hilarious hard. In that, he <laughs> took her cardigan. I was like trying to rip it, and she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" It's like I'm gonna make a thread trail. It's like, oh, all right. It's just like, just gives up. It's like poor Barbara, your clothing. But it's he not, also not had. A, it.
3: He had a pocket knife. Why didn't he try that instead of biting it? I don't know. Ian's uh, an
1: idiot. What? One of the things that makes me shiver is, like, putting cloth in your mouth. Ooh, I, yeah. I hated that scene.
4: Oh. Yeah, I can see that.
6: It wasn't even cloth. It was more like a yarn, too. Is yarn cloth?
1: Ugh. No. What's, what's the definition of cloth? Woven. Fabric. How about that? Yeah. Fabric in my mouth. There you go. Hate it.
2: Yarns are the individual threads
0: that make oh a cloth. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have I, Facebook.
6: I also like how in the fourth episode, um, they kind of bring everything back together of thinking like, shit, did everything we actually do just bring us to our doom? Like, I thought that uh, turnaround was really fun and inventive of like, crap what if this was what they were supposed
3: to do the whole time that whole thing was kind of interesting but then it just made me think of life like yeah aren't we all just trying not to do actions to bring us to our doom
2: not all of us
3: oh okay <laughs> jill's actively
1: sabotaging herself i'm i am So I like that the second time they have that conversation when like where Terry's saying when they're all together finally in the last episode, they're like, well, maybe we've done something. Maybe we haven't. And then it turns out they did in that they sparked a revolution. But the first time they do that, when they're all walking through the corridors, trying to figure out what to do. And anytime someone has a suggestion, they're just like, fuck you. That's the thing that would get us killed. (laughs) And they're just like. They're just apathetic. They're saying, Everything is the thing that's going to bring us to our demise, so we might as well just do nothing. And then someone's like, well, we have to do something. And they're like, yes, of course we have to do something. you, <laughs> like, But you just said we, have- <laughs> we can't do
4: anything. <laughs> and also they said they're really good at planning, but literally plan nothing.
1: Oh, the eyebrow boys?
4: Yeah. Oh, were we not talking about them? No, we weren't. Oh.
3: I
6: also thought the that- death over the intercom was hilarious.
3: I don't remember that. Oh <laughs> Nope. It was, uh, talking to the zebra commander.
6: And he's like, the barracks are taken under. <laughs> da, 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 oh, and just talking. Yeah. It's like, Aah!
1: It was just a great cutoff. He fun. didn't die. He was uh, humanely <laughs> dealt with. <laughs> As Tortle... the good guys. They don't kill. As Tortle would say, he was
3: just put to... Uh, lethal sleep. <laughs>
1: what? Why? Why? Do you, why do you have to go? What Torto would say? No yeah. one knows what that means. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> what Cody's DD character <laughs> would say.
6: Oh, and then the Doctor gets a time space visualizer. So is that yeah. going to allow him to drive the TARDIS correctly now?
3: No, you'll have okay. to tune in later to find out. Because I think I've seen that episode, right? It's next. I've seen it, right? I can't remember
1: the name of it. You have, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a stinger at the end of this story that leads into the next one.
0: Ooh, Did yeah! Did
1: everyone turn it off before that happened?
2: No, it was real good.
1: I might have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it looked like it was going away, but we see a shot of space, and then it, like, zooms into something, and we get, like, a spaceship, and there's a Dalek. And it says... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Our greatest enemy has left the planet, whatever this planet was called, and we are <laughs> in pursuit. And you're not gonna believe what the next story's called. It's called The Chase.
0: Ooh. And...
1: It's six episodes. Oh. And as Daleks, I I'll tell I'll give you a little spoiler. It moves pretty good because they're yeah. literally being chased, so every episode takes place in a different location for the most part. It's pretty good. Fucking right, it's good. People give the chase last shit, but I love it.
4: These six episode ones are killing me slowly.
1: Oh
3: with his song, Killing You Fully? They don't
1: go away anytime <sighs> soon. Uh. <laughs> In fact, pretty soon there's a 12 barter.
0: Uh. What?
1: No, that one doesn't exist, but. <laughs> so we'll be skipping it.
0: Uh.
1: Hey, Jill. Yeah. Who's your MVP? Vicky. The
2: lady that plays Vicky.
1: Maureen O'Brien.
2: That one.
5: Alex? Sam. Vicky killed it. She was great. Cody? Captain Who's the What's It Man guy. (laughs) His acting chops were... tolerable.
1: (laughs) Which one are you referring to?
5: Uh, Not the (laughs) governor. The captain.
1: Ah. The one interesting note I saw about him was that he's a cockney and they he's made a him what he's a cockney they made him use like a British or like an appropriate BBC British accent and he screws up one time in the story when he says security <laughs>
5: <laughs> is a cockney like uh, a Welsh person
1: no but they're gonna hate you for that.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so as Jeremy Bullock hey good job Jeremy
5: Bullock nah he a... might have been the other guy oh damn hey Sam who's your MVP? uh
4: Vicky
1: Terry Maureen O'Brien he I had one other note I wanted to point out the Script editor at this time, Dennis Spooner, the guy who wrote the Romans, the guy who's started introducing comedy into Doctor Who, took all the comedy out of this story because he didn't, he thought this one should be taken seriously because of the high-concept sci-fi idea, and the writer, who I'm sure has a name that I said earlier, was pretty upset about it. My MVP is also Maureen O'Brien, obviously. The entire time i was watching this just thinking like what if this was susan like could you imagine that character in this situation and the answer is no because the character was terrible and it's such a nice change of pace to have a, a the girl character for lack of a better term just actually be good and good at things and good at carrying a portion of the story all by herself, which Vicky never did. I mean, Susan. <laughs> and this—this this is what Susan wanted to be, though, which is the sucky part.
0: Like, oh, yeah, the yeah.
1: actress wanted to
3: be Vicky.
1: <laughs> yeah, and speaking of the 60th anniversary, if Caroline Ford doesn't show up, I'm burning this place to the fucking ground. And I live here, and it will be very uh, upsetting for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, anyway. <laughs> Next time we're watching the chase, six episodes. It's got Daleks. It's written by Terry Nation. It's good.
0: Alex.
1: Um Nope, Alex not. Oh, alright. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Terry. What do I need to cut out later? Uh, I
6: think <laughs> the one that Cody was actually talking about is Ivor Salter. Because Jeremy Bullock was one of the eyebrow gang.
5: Are you sure? Yeah, because he's Morok Commander. Ah. Yep, that's it. There you go, buddy. I like the term eyebrow gang, though. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you came up
4: with it. Oh, Oh, yeah, it was
0: me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to remember to keep that in just for that stinger at the end. (laughs) eyebrow gay. <laughs> this is been married to who our episode on the space museum kinda um uh, if you wanna you know follow us on stuff you can do so on twitter married to who Pod, instagram married to who <laughs> You can listen to all of our episodes on our website, marriedwho.com, or I think they're all on Apple Podcasts. Only the most 100 Reason ones are on Spotify. On behalf of myself, Jake, Cody, Sam, Jill, Alex, and Harry, thank you so very much for listening. Please join us next time for The
3: Chase.
0: (laughs)